everybody. My name is Anthony. And I'm Matt. Welcome to episode 56 of Welcome to Primetime. So today, uh, we are obviously joined by my good friend Matt Overby, and this is part three of our special Halloween 2021 spookathon. If I don't know. We never really officially named anything. It's it's part three of the Halloween thing we're doing. Hi. Welcome. Awesome. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so since Holly and I have kind of already run through the list of stuff that we've watched, at least for the time being, um, we'll do another or final episode later next week. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to have Matt come on and run through his list of Halloween watches. This is so just for like a little bit of backstory. This has been a thing that me and Matt have done. The Halloween marathons have done for like, what, 10 years or more at this point, like where you just, you know, we I remember like. How long has it been since you went to the, your your uh, trip out west? Okay, so yeah, let me um, let me let me run through that. <clears throat> so about um, so it was October of uh, October of 2010. Um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, actually, it would have been around around yeah, it would like I, I think it would have been around this week. Oh well, that's this, cool. Like this, I think it was either last, last week or this week where we went from you know Georgia out to Arizona. It was a graduation present from our folks, you know, like they wanted to take us out to go see the Grand Canyon. So we, uh, so we went out by the time, uh, we got to, um, Arizona, um, you know, it was like really cold. It just looked, it looked very fall out there a lot more than it does over here on the East coast. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it, it just felt like the perfect time to, you know, um, start watching some, you know, like spooky movies and, uh, so I remember um, I was watching, um, it was one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I don't think it was, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was the first one or the second one or what, but I just remember um, either I texted you or you texted me at first, um, like, you know, like saying like, you know, hey, how's the, tri- how's the trip or whatever. And I sent you a, uh, I sent you a picture of, you know, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I got. Mm-hmm. And you're, <laughs> I just remember, I just remember like your, your uh, reaction, like very vividly. It was like, I love you. We need to do this when you get back. <laughs> yes. I remember that too. And that was like, I had been doing my, like my Halloween horror marathons at that point though, I was like a freaking, I was a loser and I only did 13 days of Halloween instead of 31. And, you know, <laughs> I've, I've really grown and matured as a person since then. And so now Pretty I do, so, yes. I do 31 days. Um, <laughs> Because I have less of a life now than I did back then. So <laughs> I have time for 31. No, I'm just kidding. But actually, I have less time now, but I managed to watch more movies. I don't know, you know, priorities, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and, and uh, uh, unfortunately admit, as much as I wanted to do the 31 days straight, I have not been able to do it just because of work. And I really, it really bums me out because there's a few movies that I wanted to. I really wanted to get to the, onto my list and I never did, but I can't really uh, feel too bad about myself for that because if I'm being completely candid with you, I don't think I've stuck to my list at all during this entire month. So that's a thing that me and Holly discussed earlier too. Is like we we didn't really we we stuck to our list as far as like some of the stuff like the staples and everything like um, but we like we planned out double features for like every night. But like we have done a few double features. We've even done some like triple ones as well. But 
we've watched more new stuff this year than I think for any of our other marathons. Um, we it's, it's been a really good mixture of watching like classic staples, you know, stuff that I'm like, I have to like, even if we only get to like, you know, 10 or whatever, like I have to get to these. Um, but so anyway, yeah, to all, all that to say, we've watched more new movies this year than I think in any other previous marathon that we've done. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have to say so far. Yeah. I, I, I know, um, three three of them for sure on on my uh on the actual list of movies i actually did watch that was not on the same thing as my list from before mm-hmm. but um all i i there well, it was about uh, I, I, three at least so that i would probably say like that's probably the most i've done for a while because usually i'm i'm very uh, much of a creature of habit it's yes. always it's always like the just Halloween time you know, bring back out the classics ones that i know i know the ones that i'm already gonna like Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, th- this year i pulled out a few um this year i pulled out a few i haven't uh, i haven't had the opportunity to watch it and all three of them i've enjoyed very much nice so um i guess without further ado let's run through what you've watched so far for this year all right so um do you want me to just like r- run down everything you know like from from, like, from the first one to the previous one and then kind of just go back yeah so like let's run through what you've watched you know from first to you know most recent and then um pick out a couple of highlights and, and we'll kind of dive into those a little deeper okay all right so yeah i um i, I already have a feeling i know the first one you're gonna uh, want to dig into so but we'll get through it when you hear it you'll know it. okay um okay so the first uh first one was um the uh the original fly with vincent price that one was one that i've actually never seen that was one of the newer ones for me that i haven't seen i really like that one a lot so good so good um i, I don't want to get a i don't want to get off topic or anything or interrupt your list but while no, we're on the t- on the subject of the fly i watched one in the fly series i've never watched the other night which was curse of the fly curse. I, yeah. I saw that i saw I, that. I didn't care for that one as much it was it was definitely not as good as as the fly with vincent price um but it was all right it was it was definitely it would definitely lean more uh more like sci-fi slash drama um, whereas the fly is kind of like, you know, horror slash sci-fi and, and this one definitely kind of leaned more towards like the drama aspect of everything. But anyway, just, just throwing that out there. I mean, to be fair, the original fly did have, did have its drama, drama moments in it, but I, I, I definitely understand what you're getting at. Yeah. This just wasn't like good drama. It was like, okay, let's, we got it. Let's move on. Like that. Yeah. Drama. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. But, so okay. we have. So we have the original fly with Vincent Price. Uh, the next one is um, the reboot of Child's Play. Okay. Or the remake of Child's Play. That one I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one was Diabolique. Yeah. Fourth uh, was uh, Nightbreed, which was one Some I had. Clive Barker. Oh, yeah. I, I, that one I hadn't watched in, um, I hadn't watched it in at least like two, two years, two or three years or something like that. And uh, looking back at it, looking back on it now, I'm like, yeah, that still holds up. Um, love that one um let's see so nightbreed uh the next day was um lost boys and wishmaster very odd double feature yeah but but, uh, hey like sometimes you know like the they don't need to make sense it's just like that's just it's those are just two movies i really wanted to watch and i was like okay well why not so there you go um six going back to clive barker we have a hellraiser Uh, and see number seven was uh james gunn slither that was also that was also one I hadn't watched in at least a couple of years. And watching back again, I'm like, God, like Nathan Fillion can't do any wrong. 
I, I agree with that he wholeheartedly. Like anything yeah. he does, whether it's whether it's like doing like like the how many horror comedy stuff like that, or just like his roles he's played in Castle and the Rookie and stuff like that. Like he's overall just an amazing actor. I I, I love his stuff, I, and obviously I have to mention Firefly too. Like yeah, amazing overall. <laughs> and uh, let's see, uh, eight and night, night eight, and night nine, night eight, and night nine. Sounds like some chess piece moves. Um, <laughs> both. Uh, both of those were um, reserved for the um, Rob Zombie Halloween uh, movies, oh. one, one and two. Uh, the two being the theatrical cut one, not the director's cut one, just because I didn't have my uh, box set with me at the time, sadly. Um, but uh, after that, we got Silver Bullet, which I had to bring that one up. Um, oh, yeah. That's a staple uh, for me every year, for sure. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of mad because I, I, I feel like I should have just waited and did that and have that one with the double feature we had let me and zach had last night to make it a triple feature but um so next on the list was uh halloween 1978 and halloween 2018 followed by the going to see the premiere for halloween kills mm-hmm. so that was that night uh next on the list was uh dead silence which is one i hadn't i hadn't seen in about like a year or so and I think the last time I actually saw it was on the last um, Halloween uh, Halloween marathon that I did. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. I feel like it's a little, it's kind of underrated. Oh, very much so. Very much so. Even to the um, even to the filmmakers, like they like. I know. I remember like Lee, like he, Lee and James, like did not like doing that movie. Yeah, but well, it's but interesting. Like, overall, to me. it was yeah. Like, like overall, though, like, it was just still freaking good and creepy. Like mm-hmm. especially especially that score. God, I love that score. Ugh chills down your spine man yeah it's super creepy um, yeah uh, okay so after that silence uh we did a family night with me my brother and my mom uh because my mother hadn't seen beetlejuice in a very long time and we thought okay well you know that that you know that still fits somewhat the the mold for that so oh yeah we did, we did beetlejuice the, a couple nights ago and last night we did uh the double feature of american werewolf in london and the house Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean now about this. Yeah. Silver Bullet. That would have been a great triple feature for sure. Um, yep. So have you, I, I, have, I might have asked you this question before, but have you read the the novel um, Cycle of the Werewolf that is that Silver Bullet is based on? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm fairly certain Zach might have, Zach might actually have that in his like Stephen King book collection somewhere, okay. but uh, I haven't read it. It's pretty cool. It's a very quick read. I think I read through it in about an hour, maybe even less. It's super, super quick read. Um, but it's it's based on, uh, or the movie, you know, is based on the book. And then they they even did a calendar that was like a silver bullet calendar because you know in the uh, it, I don't I can't remember how it works in the movie, even though I've seen it a million times. But um, like in the in the book, of course, it's like there's a you know the cycle, the moon cycle is like actually was based on like a calendar uh like a, a the calendar lunar cycle and so each month like actually corresponded to a real life full moon and then but they did a silver bullet Stephen King calendar that actually had like the nights that the werewolf would attack in the town or would you know would come out and huh. um yeah 
very product of the 80s right like there's very, and, and, yeah, and there's so. there's definitely some like I, I could be getting parts of that wrong but i know there's uh, i know for a fact 100 there was a calendar that was like a cycle of the werewolf calendar that stephen king kind of had a hand in, and then they expanded on that calendar which turned into cycle of the werewolf the book which then turned into the movie silver bullet so those is insane yes <laughs> the, the whole conception of that was like what? <laughs> yeah it it, cool. it doesn't make a lot of sense but um yeah still cool for sure so <laughs> um but yeah so anyway yeah that so just a fun fact there for everybody um if you if you not if you haven't ever heard that before but anyway moving on so movie so that, is always yeah <laughs> so trivia is always fun i love it uh, so out of out of those that you is that so that's your whole that's everything you watched for this month so far? Yeah, that's everything I watched so far. Yeah. Cool. So out of those, what were your top three favorites? Um I know. Yeah, man. Uh whew. okay. Well, the first one definitely is gonna be Diabolique. That one, that one, like first time watch, first. I know you guys can't see me, obviously, because this is an audio podcast, but I'm f- flipping my hand around so much. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. But, oh, that, my- that was, uh, I was so glad when you texted me and you're like, hey, I'm finally watching this one. And I was like, yes, like it's because it's so, it's so good. It's, it's kind of mind blowing, actually. Yeah, like, like it was funny. Like, cause like, we, uh, like, it was like me and the, um, me and Zach and uh, I think my mom, we, um, we, uh, we took my mom to go see uh, the new Venom sequel uh, up in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And, up to the IMAX, and since we were already, you know, on that strip where Barnes and Noble was, I decided to go down there and take a look at the Criterion uh, uh, selections. And then Diabolique just was right there in my face, and I'm like, "That's the one he keeps on telling me to watch." I got, I got, I got, I got, I got to get, it. I got to get. It. So as soon as I, as soon as I snatched it up, I just sent the picture of you, pay for it, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, well, this is what I'm watching tonight." <laughs> I love it. So. um yeah, I mean, like, what uh, did you did you watch it by yourself, or did Zach watch it with you too? Or um, surprisingly enough, my mom watched it with me. Oh, okay. What did I, she think? She was about she she was about about out with me. Um, she uh, I I I I basically like told her like the the premise of uh, the what the premise of it was like like me not really knowing about it but just going off of what i've heard about it being very uh, very influential to you know like psycho and um mm-hmm. um and the fact that hitchcock was actually really wanting to work on this movie too yeah and him not being able to and then he was able to do what he wanted to with psycho so like when i read that i was like oh wow okay <laughs> oh and yeah like, like overall like, like she she really enjoyed it and i, I <clears throat> um excuse me but yeah, like she really enjoyed it. Um, I uh, I just couldn't get over the dang the 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 uh, the suspense. Yeah, it's it's like, one of those like, that, like, like, like God Almighty, like the they did it so well. Like yeah. it was like if you if you didn't watch that, if like, if you didn't watch that, like knowing who the director was, like you really would have thought like that could have been like a like Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. like you really could have and like you can clearly see like where he um, got like a lot of the influence for the suspense in psycho yeah you know, it's plain as day 
like my like i i <clears throat> and this is it's crazy like this is eight years before psycho yeah um and it's it's got that level of like hitchcock suspense and um yeah it's just like i i don't even i don't want if you haven't seen it like i, I want people to to watch it because it's like so i don't want to i don't want to give really like anything away because once you start kind of piecing it together it's like it's like yeah i don't know when the to me the the whole as it kind of reveals like little by little and then the ending that ties everything together you're like what in the world like there was some yep. genuinely like uh, so this movie came out in 1955 <laughs> and as i was watching it i got goosebumps on my arms from a certain scene that involves a pool um yeah and yeah yep. it was really creepy but the the general like premise and or whatever of, the, of this is there's a uh the wife and mistress of the school uh of a school principal plans to murder him and uh so the wife yeah the wife and the mistress together plan to murder the the school principal and they believe that they have a perfect alibi and that's pretty much like i mean there's there's a lot more to it than that but that's like the spoiler free version of of the movie but definitely man oh my god it's so good i'm i'm just like i'm like over the moon that you finally watch it i was like yes like whenever like now had you hated it that would have been a different story but <laughs> <laughs> like i'm never listening to him again but it makes me really happy <laughs> it makes me really happy whenever people like they whatever i can recommend something to somebody and they watch it and they're like oh it's so good i'm like yes it was See, like, see, like the funny, the funny thing was, I can, I could, if if I wanted to do that, I would have imagined, like, I, I, I know, I have a feeling, I know how you would have, like, how you were reacting to that, at least externally, but internally, I, so like, if I would like call me on the phone, like, dude, how'd you like it? I'm like, dude, this is a piece of crap. I'm like, why, why did you even recommend this to me? And having your like externally, you're like, oh, well, well, I understand, you know, people have probably had like different tastes and everything, but internally, you're going like, you son of a. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This is um yeah, I mean I I just I I like really love this. You you're actually you're making me want to really watch it right now. Um It's worth it. It's worth it. I know it you is. I, I know you can't after this, but like <laughs> I I, I want to rewatch it. Again. Maybe maybe later tonight though. But yeah, it's it's one of those like it's it's one of those ones that when you watch it the first time like you're you're trying to process everything and like figure the mystery out so i feel like it's worth and the fact that it's in french too like yeah i paid i paid extra close attention to everything so there's definitely stuff that i could have missed while i was you know like looking at this one scene like oh i'm looking in the background of this one and like trying to piece everything together but then watching it anew with like after you've already watched it you watch it with the kind of like a different perspective than the first time that you um that you watch it there's, there's one um that I, we talked about a little bit before on here uh me and holly did we watched it a couple of weeks ago it's called the night house and in a similar fashion you're watching it like kind of with the movie sets it up this way and you're and so you're you're kind of looking like watching for what you think is going to happen but then it flips around what you think is going to happen and you're like oh wow okay <laughs> like you know but anyway yeah, great, great one. I uh, love this one. This is one of the first like Criterion sale ones that I bought after I moved. Yeah, I bought it like I think two years ago or so. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. Really, has it been two years? Mm -hmm. You've yeah. been telling me about this movie two years, and I have not. Oh my god, I, I I'm, I'm so, I'm. I want to hurt myself right now for that. <laughs> I don't I wait. Well, don't I hurt should. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> I want to punish myself now for that. God, <laughs> I've deprived myself from this. <clears throat> so good. So good. All right. So, any, solid. yes. Anything else about Diabolique? Uh, okay. I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to kind of um, touch on the mystery, like the, like the, you know, like the, the, the mystery part of it, like, like any time with a mystery, like, uh, like my, my, I always have to, like, I'm sure like a lot of people, instead of, you know, just naturally let it, let like let the mystery unfold. Um, me naturally, I, I, I'm, I'm always like, I'm, I'm trying to pay attention, like, you know, trying to really pay attention to, you know, how everybody's reacting mm-hmm. and try to solve the mystery beforehand. It's natural. Everybody's going to do it. Yeah. But, um, so like initially, um, <clears throat> I had my suspicions. I'm trying to make sure not to spoil anything. And I, I was, I was doing that. I've, we need to do a Patreon episode where we could just dive really deep into this one and spoil yes. everything. Yep. But, um, but at, at any rate though, um, like I, I did solve the mystery after I want to say like maybe after um, the, Oh, I didn't say solve, but I had my suspicions about what was really happening after the pool scene mm. i had my suspicions like there's nothing that i could prove it like there was nothing that really um i, I feel like there wasn't anything that um could like show proof of that but it was just like a gut feeling that i had yeah and then later on if like after we get done with this if 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 there is something that i maybe overlooked or something you can correct me on that but um i don't know like there's just like this really really gut feeling i had that and involved you know involved it and uh but like the the thing was like as you know and and i'm this is how like moves are supposed to work like i was so set on that gut feeling and then certain incidents happened and you're like well maybe maybe not maybe it wasn't this maybe it was maybe it was this over this over here and then something else happened like like no 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 it is And then like it was just constantly like going back and forth to the point where I was like, okay, I'm done. Just I- I'm done trying to guess it. Let me just unfold it. And then lo and behold, it happens. I'm like, I freaking knew it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so man, it's just like I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I I had I had suspicions, and then as the movie went on, I was like, well, that wasn't it. And then the end happened, and I was just like whoa like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was yeah just one of those ones where i just i i didn't really know i'm i'm so i was so focused on the the uh explanation that i had originally that i was just like i was looking in the complete opposite direction from where which is like you said how movies work when it's like you know it, it lures you kind of one way and then you're like okay i think i know what's going on and then this movie just like throws out the whole playbook and it's just like no, you didn't know. Yep, yep. That, yep. They, that was just like for a night for like movie from the fifties. Like that was an excellent, perfectly, 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 like perfectly done film. So good. There's only two act. There's only three. Uh, yeah, three other films that even come close to that level of suspense and mystery that. Um, are are that are that old or like the either older or this or roughly the same age those are or at least in my opinion uh those are night of the hunter um oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. like literally on the edge of your seat 
for the entire movie and it's like it's it's pretty old i can't remember exactly how old but i, I want to say it's like the, it's maybe the 50s late 50s early 60s um so that one and there's another movie that um yeah no so night of the hunter is 1955 same year actually as as diabolique there's another one that um i'm trying to remember the name of and i'm blanking right now but uh it's uh bunny lake is missing is another one that is highly suspenseful that one is 10 years later 1965 um and that one's directed by otto preminger who did anatomy of a murder and uh, and laura which is you know really good so um and then there's another one which is one of david lynch's uh apparently one of his favorite films it's called experiment and terror and Ooh. yeah that one is another highly like highly suspenseful uh movie it's about this guy who has like this really asthmatic like wheezy voice and he he calls and assaults this uh like i think she's a bank teller or a clerk or something <laughs> and uh he yeah he she works at a bank and he basically like kidnaps her like assaults her and then forces her into helping him steal a bunch of money from the bank that she works at it's yeah very suspenseful and that one came out in 62 so those are like my three that like that i can kind of like the although they're all separate story-wise like they all kind of came out roughly around the same time and they're all like really suspenseful and really well done for like i love old films but there's something about them like you know, there's they're stylistically they're they're much different when they're like 50, 60, 70 years old. And sometimes the the tension doesn't really translate as much nowadays as it did previously. So these are like highlights for me where it's like, oh, those are really old, but like dang, that's like still incredibly suspenseful. So those are some can, I, can can we just briefly, briefly talk about Mark on the Hunter just for one one second? Because my God, I don't think we I don't think we've talked about that movie like as much but i feel like honestly that even though it, it's kind of labeled as a noir it's like it's definitely got horror elements and you could totally okay. watch you could totally watch it uh for a 31 nights of halloween i would disagree really i would disagree and and this is my like this is the point i was going to make going to make with talking about this i would not put that on a halloween uh halloween list i would put that on a horror christmas list mm, interesting okay because if you if it's like you remember like the ending of it it was took place on christmas day yeah that's true and i have my own little like christmas horror like little thing going on around december and stuff so that one is going to be on there for sure nice it's um yeah I it, wrestle cool. with that. I, wrestled, I really did wrestle with it though because i really wanted to watch it again robert mitchum like <sighs> i'm so i'm so used to him playing like a good guy and yeah yes 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 like in that like i think like too like if they did not get if if they did not have him play that freaking play that part which was not according to the like to the type that he plays mm -hmm. i don't think it would have done as well a lawrence arabia will even audition for that part really yes peter o'toole no 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 oh i'm think i might be thinking of somebody yeah peter peter o'toole played lawrence in in the 62 Lawrence of Arabia. Okay, well, I might, I might have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I having a break, having a quick brain, brain fart on that. But <laughs> I, I, it's no Lawrence Olivier. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, oh, okay, okay. 
Appreciate it. Was yeah. Lawrence, it was, let me put it this way. It was either Peter O'Toole or Lawrence or Olivier. One of the two. I can't remember. <laughs> but I just remember the, the name Lawrence was definitely in that. I know that for sure. Gotcha. But, I, but um, one of them auditioned for the part, and their manager told them that it was a bad idea, and if they did it, it would ruin your career. Wow. And then we got Robert Mitchell. <laughs> It's man, it, he's so creepy in this movie. One of the the scenes that sticks out to me in that one, and then I I, I digress. We we'll get back on track. But um, when he's standing in the room and he's got his arms on either side of the wall, and that just creepy silhouette, like that's lit up by the light outside, oh, yeah. just oh, just like <laughs> that is the creepiest like non horror horror scene, like I think I've ever watched i don't know that okay so anyway so those are yeah those are some good recommendations if you're looking for something that's old and suspenseful that could you could probably throw onto a halloween watch list maybe maybe not anyway all right christmas one okay so anyway. or christmas one so so what's your next standout for your halloween list that you have watched okay so like i okay so like th this one I, i've sung the praises of this one already before uh, but I'm 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 still gonna do it for this one just because like I I enjoy it so much, and uh, it's the the Child's Play remake. Okay. I don't know what like what is like I, I it's always a, just a really fun experience every time I watch that. I don't know why. Um, I so I haven't seen it since I went to the theater and watched it. Me and Holly went, and uh, so like two years ago, whenever it came out, I haven't watched it since then. But I remember that we liked it when we went and saw it. And I thought it was cool to see Aubrey Plaza playing in like a horror movie. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, what it, like, okay. So in terms of rankings, where does this one sit for you in the child's play franchise? You had to ask me that. <laughs> you had to. Um, or, or let me ask you this. I'll make it easier for you in terms of the, like the most recent ones, like curse of Chucky cult of Chucky. And then this one, where does it rank for you in, in regards to those? Again, you have to ask. <laughs> honestly, like I, I, I don't, I know. I honestly, I, I might put it. But, well, it's hard for me to rank that kind of crap because they're like they're two completely like it's completely different, you know. Mm -hmm. Like in the child, like in the original Child's Play franchise, like there's so much like dark humor that's like poking out right in front of you that this one doesn't really do as much like there, there are there are a few a few um instances where there's like some like dark humor and stuff in there but mainly like my ultimate re reasoning for watching like child's play like the original franchise is i i love like the the the, the dark comedy aspect of it mm -hmm. and yeah like that gallows humor and stuff like that like, I, like that's what i really enjoy about that there's not so much about that in this one like the charm in the original one is in the original franchise is that and this one is just like it's its own like beast which is why i really enjoy it because they didn't try to redo what the original franchise was trying to do yeah I that's still, a solid point i still think it's a jerk move that they made this while the original franchise is active but mm -hmm. all of a sudden yeah. you know, still got it and i know i just like just like a, like a for like a uh I'm not gonna say classic but for like a, a good like kind of like straight horror story that you know involves dolls and kids like i i i don't know i i just really i i enjoyed the retelling of the story a lot oh i like it i can get behind it i thought it was cool i thought it was an interesting way um to take something that was like 
sort of a i mean the original child's play is not that old but you know what i'm saying like but but to take something that and and kind of run with it and also to sort of like to they definitely modernize it in ways which usually kind of annoys me in movies when you take something that's very 70s or very 80s and you make it modern like you know you throw in like social media and like um yeah like smartphones and stuff that's like kind of like oh it's set in modern day but the way that they did it with this with like kind of with chucky being a sort of like a like an ai kind of thing was really interesting to me and i thought i was like that actually works pretty well like something like that's potentially like i mean i know that it's still it's still fantasy it's still fiction obviously but it's not that far off from something that could really like potentially happen you know what i'm saying like in a way that's like it's definitely still fiction it's definitely still fantasy but like as we dabble and dive more into ai and robots and like all that sort of stuff it's like well you know maybe it could happen i don't know yeah and like and and even though like even though i really enjoyed this enjoy this one a lot and i talk a lot of praise about it the one thing that still really gets under my skin and one thing i really just cannot stand is the re is like there is like is the actual like reasoning for why Chucky is the way he is in mm-hmm. that one just, just because the employer's boss was complaining to him about not doing a good job so he turns a doll into a psychopath yeah i, I like, would to me, like, like that, that's just very like, like it's kind of lazy like, yes very much so that that like that was that that was my biggest gripe out of the whole thing was this is like really this is we got all this just from this guy just got got yelled at by his boss, and then now you know people are dying because of that. Yeah, because he went yelling at him. My 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 biggest gripe with the 2019 one is the lack of Chris Sarandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, well, we got more people, so that's that. That's true. Yes. Um. But yeah, it was no, it was good overall. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun remake, reboot kind of deal. So, but yeah, so Halloween. I was about to say Halloween. I've been to uh, I, the, Halloween is kind of on my mind because it's a Halloween themed episode. But also, my dad uh, texted me and was like, "Me and your mom watched Halloween Kills last night," and I was like, "My what? mom watched Halloween Kills?" Like, because I know my dad likes what? horror stuff, but yeah, my mom doesn't like blood or gore at all. And I was like, oh, no. "She watched Halloween Kills? Like, that's." Ooh weird but yeah <laughs> is she okay is i think okay? i think she's okay yeah because <laughs> i was <laughs> i was like wow that's shocking to me that she watched it anyway but i digress Real. Um, no, 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 we can still talk about that because i was number one number three that's your number three all right well let's let's get into it then okay, okay like so okay so like the main the main reason like so like the my my reasoning for picking these three were is i think i said it already for the child's play one was like based off of my like my genuine like reaction to um i guess it was just because of the new ones i guess it was just because like they were new and um well for the most part most of them were new like with those with those at least with diabolique and halloween kills mm-hmm. but um i was i really was um i don't know i i i got like a a, a it's like a, like an adre- adrenaline rush like when it, going in through that and uh, seeing something for like for the for like the first time or or like you know like revisiting something after a while and then 
you see it again and you, like you just like some like there's you you get like that like you should get like a a um you get a feeling of enjoyment mm-hmm. but you get like a certain feeling of, of like kind of like a yeah like a rush kind of yeah 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 yeah, yeah. exactly exactly and like <clears throat> i don't know like, like this this year um like those like those three movies all, all the ones i watched even though i enjoyed the rest of them don't get me wrong but uh, like just those three just really like did it for me mainly because diabolique was was freshly new to me and halloween kills i've been waiting for that for three years mm-hmm. and it did not disappoint me for the most part so it, it really you know it it did it did its job and i felt a, t- like a type of way about it at the end of it and that's all i could hope for in watching a horror movie yeah i you know so we've we've touched on halloween kills a couple of times on here me and holly did so we we watched it twice we watched it like at midnight as it premiered on peacock because i am impatient and couldn't wait i was like i waited three years screw it we're starting it now like i wanted i wanted so badly to watch it in the theater the first time i watched it but i was like i can't wait we're watching it now we gotta do it and um so and so you know you and i talked about it a little bit on the phone last week but initially my reaction was um there was parts that i really liked parts that i didn't like and or, 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 let me it's, i'm not even going to beat around the bush but like there's parts i hated parts that i yeah. hate also pun intended you know beat around the bush but anyway uh <laughs> that's a that's an advanced level halloween joke um R.I.P. <laughs> um <laughs> so anyway um yeah there was parts that i i really liked and and parts that i hated uh the first time i watched it through then i watched it the very next day again because i was like okay let me let me go back like i've i've adjusted like i i've adjusted my like expectations and everything and not in a way of like i lowered my standards i lowered the bar or anything like that it was just you know anytime that you're watching a movie that you're highly anticipated or highly anticipating I feel like, you know, sometimes your expectations can run wild. And when you watch it the first time, you're like, uh, it didn't really live up to what I was thinking. But then you go back and you rewatch it and it's like, oh, OK. Like, for example, uh, Halloween six, the first time I watched it, I was like, that was not that good. And then I watched it again or, or even a, an even better example is Halloween three. I loathed that okay. movie the first Art? time that I watched it. I hated it so much. And then as time went on, I rewatched it and I was like, why did I ever hate this? I love it. It's so good. So anyway, I kind of all that to say, I feel like that's sort of the effect of like Halloween kills. And I think the more that I watch it over time, I think the more I'm going to come around and, and like it even more with all. And even I'll go a step further. The second time that I watched it. So just the one day later, I ended up really liking it significantly more than I had the the previous day. Right. Um. I, I definitely I love the characters of Big John and Little John. Uh, I thought they were great, especially the scene where he's like just smoking a joint and dancing to the Halloween music like that. That cracked me up. Um, they were great. I want to see a whole Big John, Little John spinoff, but they're unfortunately they're dead now. So um, <laughs> it's almost like uh, uh, what is his name from part four? Uh, um Ted Hollister. Yeah, Ted Hollister. There we go. I've been to his graveside, and uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> when we went to Utah, we visited where Ted Hollister was killed, and um, but anyway, because you know that's what you do on your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, you don't be around the bush. 
yeah you you visit ted hollister or uh, we literally we went to we went to this place in utah and it was like a filming location for halloween four and we saw where they shot ted to death and uh we both were there and i, I looked at holly and i was like r.i.p ted and yeah, uh did it for the spook but yeah we ventured like out of our way to go and see where ted hollister was killed i love that you did that i love yeah. that you did that. i mean you know you wouldn't expect anything less from me right <laughs> so anyway uh once again off topic but um yeah i loved I, I i loved it the second time that i watched it there was things that i didn't like the first time that for some reason grew on me like overnight and i really enjoyed the second time um that i watched it so i have a feeling that this is going to be one of those ones that like as i watch it more and more over time i'm gonna really end up enjoying it a, a lot um the kills in this were like so brutal like not not rob zombie level brutal but pretty close again i will even i would argue even into that that this one was more brutal than rob zombies like i will will make that argument i i mean i don't know i still think rob zombie had this nastiness to his where it was like ooh, like that i feel like i need to take a shower after watching you know just the grittiness and the like just the yeah this one this one still was brutal but had a a, a, like a funness to it as well um except for spoiler alert um except for the scene with the older people where he stabbed that lady with the light bulb and then just like stabbed her husband like nine times i was like dang michael who hurt you um but yeah i mean laurie he was like but yeah that scene that scene right there to me felt like the like a rob zombie like kill and then as it goes on it's kind of like oh why that's crazy and that's kind of bloody but like you know still like fun that one to me had an element of like of psychological torture as well because both of them were still alive and kind of like screaming and yelling and everything and that to me was like the that's what separates the funness from like oh that's actually kind of like real like really realistic you know like the screaming and the like no please don't like that like the the level of of acting those two portrayed was like that's sort of what made it to me i was like oh that's kind of nasty like um but yeah uh, what did you think? What was your what was your like like favorite kill? <clears throat> Oof. Favorite looking kill or just favorite kill? Just like favorite looking. Like which one did you think was favorite looking was definitely the 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 uh, the song. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Favorite the whole firefighter was- sequence was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then my favorite one was when he killed Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of just because of the first the Halloween twenty eighteen. Like no, mm-hmm. you don't just no, 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 no. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, it's pretty, pretty wild. And yeah, his his kill was like pretty intense as well. His his was another pretty nasty one. Oh yeah, um, that was dragged on for a while. And uh, I I enjoyed the good uh, the way that uh, he killed. Uh, I think it was uh, Little John, and uh, or it might have been Big John. I can't remember. But how he picked him up by the head and just gouged his eyes out with his thumbs. That was pretty intense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also stabbed him in the armpit, or the, that might have been the other. I might have been confusing the two, but that was the uh, yeah. That that, that, that was, was Big John, wasn't it? Because he took his robe off and yeah. got stabbed in the armpit. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh god, no, no. I, yeah, dude, I had a visceral reaction to. I I like I had like sympathy pain. I was like, oh no, the <laughs> armpit. Like. I was like oh. Yep. Yeah. 
but yeah so all in all good fun good great kills really oh. good I'm, i mean it looks like i i also in a non-spoilery way i loved the opening sequence the whole 78 flashback where we get like glimpses of the same night from the original but like from a different perspective i thought that was cool it was almost like alternate halloween history in a way which was cool so, yeah. really enjoyed all that so well thank you matt for being on and talking about some spooky stuff with me uh this has been fun and oh, uh so I, I know we still have 10 more days to watch more spooky stuff so we can do another one and catch up on uh, what we watch over the last 10 days of the month. So Sounds thanks. Me. thanks again for being on. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. See you soon.